Welcome to the talk show for talkers on irishtalkers.com. Good evening, Toastmasters, would-be Toastmasters, listeners and friends. You're very welcome to the talk show for talkers on irishtalkers.com. Our email address is info at irishtalkers.com. You can also find us on Facebook as the talk show for talkers. And we look forward to your feedback, your questions, indeed evaluations. You can also listen to previous shows from this season on our website irishtalkers.com. And we also publish the Public Speaking Weekly. This is a roundup of links from the internet, all about Toastmasters, public speaking, confidence, leadership. Look for the newspaper link on our website. My name is Ted Melanfi, and I'm joined, as usual, this week by the prolific Paul O'Mahony. Good, good, good evening, Ted. <laughs> whatever good you, whatever good, and, Paul. Uh, good evening. And uh, good evening, Moira. Good evening, Paul. And you have heard that Maura has just introduced herself saying good evening to Paul, so we have the mercurial Maura O'Brien on board as well. Well, the mercurial Maura is going to have to apologise to listeners for the horrible noises off. But unfortunately, we had a problem with the studio today and we're having to record outside. So we have noises of coaches and cars and people going by. And boards. So, and boards. And boards. So apologies for the noises off. We hope it's not going to be too distracting for you. And this is something that Toastmasters do. If there's a problem, what do we do? We just forget about the problem and get on with what we do. So on today's show, we'll have the usual mix of a thought for the week, a word for the week. And in the third section, Paul will be talking about... Uh, Italy. Toastmasters in Italy. And Paul is just back from his sojourn on the Italian coast where he was celebrating another wedding, not his own this time. And Mara will be giving us something very special also on the final segment of the show. Well, I'm going to be talking about, well, we're going to be discussing, this, this, this is going to be very much a discussion. It's around the sayings of a number of well-known speakers. Mm, and just to give you a little hand, Ted... Simon Sinek is one of the speakers whom I'm going to be quoting. Oh yes, he's one of my favourites, Simon exactly. Sinek did. So this is advice <coughs> advice from various uh, motivational speakers. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah, Simon Sinek is the fellow who asks us to, to discover what our why is. It's the most important thing if you're a businessman or even if you're just an ordinary human being like, like ourselves. Ted, you're not an ordinary human being. You are an extraordinary human Thank being. Thank you very much, Myra. <laughs> I appreciate that. So my thought for the week, and I'm not sure who gave us this, but I think it's a nice one. Every day may not be a good day, but there is good in every day. Well, that's a nice positive thing to say, isn't, isn't it? Isn't it, yeah. yeah. No matter how bad things are, you can always look for the golden lining or the silver thread or whatever. Yep. But will you find it? Well, that's... I love the... uh, Who said that anyway? I don't know who said it. I mean, I've had really bad days when there's never been anything good in them. Do you mean there's always something which is least bad? (laughs) Well, no, I think what that is actually is that you should never let bad things really get you down. You should always look for something to uplift yourself. Is that a Ted Melanfi quote now? Yes, that's a Ted Melanfi quote. That's a Ted Melanfi quote. That's a Ted Melanfi quote. Well, I think the answer to it really is that there is always something good in every day. You don't actually have to look for it well, very, very far. If you look, mm-hmm. you will find some good. Yes. 
you don't even have to look moral. When you open your eyes in the morning and say, here's another day, is that not good in itself? And when, though, when you get to our age, Ted, yes. <laughs> I think you could say that at any age. Well, the older you get, the closer to uh, the termination of this life. The, the well, that's a thought, no, that never, ever crossed my mind, Marla. Never. Oh, and well, I hope it never does. I do give you a few years, so... Yeah. Ah well, ah well, you shouldn't be looking at things Can you way. two please stop talking about, <laughs> your, Sorry about your respective maturity? I mean, that, and that's you, Paul, a very... And you, more mature than any look, of us. Look, I, I want to throw in something in, in contrast with what I okay. said earlier. A breath. Every day that you live, there is a breath available to be mm. taken. True. Do we agree with that? Yes. yes. Even mm. if you're on life support, right? Mm. So there is a breath to be taken. So, and a breath, the breath is good. So, I retract my earlier asinine statement. Lovely one. And say, and say that there is good to be found in every day, provided that you can breathe. Ex excellent, Paul. That's kind of uncharacteristic for you to kind of agree with the sayings of whatever philosopher came up with that one. Well, I can tell you who it is because I googled it. Excellent. And it is a lady called Alice Morse Earl. Now, who Alice Morse Earl is, is another matter. Has it anything to do with Morse code, no? No. <laughs> she is a, a writer. Alice Morse Earl, E-A-R-L. Well she is a writer and she has quotes. <laughs> she is an American historian, author from Worcester, Massachusetts. From 1874, she married Henry Earl of New York City, changing her name to Alice Morse Earl. So right. there we are. She and died in 1911. Right, and that's interesting also, we know who said that. So every day may not be a good day, but there is good in every day. And Paul passed a lovely, gave us a lovely word in there when he said asinine, and he was retracting the asinine comment he made earlier. But now he's going to give us his word of the week. Well, Ted, what I said was extremely stupid. I mean, I called into question whether there was good to be found in every day, and that was clearly an extremely stupid remark to make, and it was also quite silly. Um, it was the sort of dumbass remark that somebody like me might make sometimes. It was vapid and vacuous and uh, weak-minded and uh, farcical, empty-headed, dumb... And uh, against your better judgment, it really was uh, asinine. And uh, listeners, all those synonyms of the word asinine are important because you do want to spell the word properly if you're going to use it in, in writing. A-S-I-N-I-N-E. Now, how will you remember that asinine is spelled... A-S-I-N-I-N-E, because here's how you spell it. A-S-I-N-I-N-E. So there we are. A-S-I-N-I-N-E. Well, whatever E stands for, it can be... In everyone. A sin in everyone. A sin in everyone. Now, the word has been used in Hansard, which is where I found it in the UK record of what happens in the House of Commons. But it's very important not to mix up the word asinine with anodyne. Right. Because if you were to say to somebody, that's a very 
anodyne remark, all you'd be really saying to them is that that's a pretty mediocre, undistinguished remark. And that mm. wouldn't be as big an, an insult to somebody as to say that's an asinine remark. And you could get really into trouble, you know. You want to be careful down the pub yeah, yeah, if you were yeah. to say to one of your mates, you know. If you want to insult somebody, so be, make it a big insult. Be very, yeah, well, or else, or else <coughs> just say, and most people probably take it in their stride, you know, you're a bit of an anodyne character, really. Soothing to the mind or feelings. Oh, yeah, it's, it's, but, it's, it's, <laughs> but it's hardly really all that soothing. Now, the other, the other word you don't want to mix it up with is, is a form of uh, writing or rhetoric. Toastmasters, in which you mix it up with assonance. Mm -hmm. You see, there's an ass in asinine. There isn't an ass in anodyne, but there is one in assonance. Now, yes. I'm not going to bother explaining what assonance means. It's much, much too complicated to do this afternoon. But assonine might be useful. It's a nice word, yes. If you were... I, I, most of the speeches I've come across in Toastmasters the speakers wouldn't dare use the word asinine. Yeah, it is a word I haven't heard being used in table topics in various clubs I've be good in table. To. Be good in table topics, but certainly you wouldn't use it in a competition because it would... Well, first of all, half the people in the room would be unsure what it meant. Yes, true, good. That's point. my theory. Mm. Now, I expect all the listeners to this show to, be, to use the word asinine every once or twice a day. Mm. <laughs> they're, they're so used yeah. to coming across things that are extremely stupid. Anyway, sorry, Paul, that's a kind of, <laughs> kind of ridiculous, asinine remark, you know, mindless and factious. Mm. So there we are. That's my word of the week, asinine, not to be, cons not to be confused with anodyne or assonance. Mm. It's, it's a lovely sounding word. It certainly doesn't asinine. lend itself to exactly what it means. Well, you could say I went to confession after committing a sin in ein, as asinine, sorry. Yeah, 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 yeah. And, uh, you know, you could do that mm. kind of a thing. I Interesting. All right. Anyway, anyway uh, listeners, I apologize for saying or bringing an extremely stupid word into the show this week. And uh, I promise that I'll bring something more uplifting uh, next week. Excellent. That sounded very good. Well, on that note, I world. suggest that we close this segment and invite you to come back for segment number two when we hope to have an interview if we can organise it. So do come back and we'll see you again in the next section. The Talk Show for Talkers is published every week in sections at 4pm every Friday, Saturday, Sunday and Monday. Go to our website irishtalkers.com for more information.